What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Coach Zach podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rance, certified life coach, certified nutritionist, mental health advocate. I like to bring guests on here that are leaders in their chosen field, whether it's a doctor or nutritionist or maybe just another life coach or spirituality coach. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity that I can share it with you guys. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on the podcast today. Um, I was at the gym probably four or five months ago and someone was telling me they're traveling to Thailand and thinking about quitting their job. I said, wow, that's amazing. I admire that so much. He said, yeah, have you heard of the book Die With Zero? And I said, no, I haven't heard about that book. It sounds pretty cool. Word of mouth, right? right? Long story short, I decided to check into it, listen to the audible version, um, love the concept. And ironically enough, I've been kind of becoming more die with zero and less of a right. saver recently. Um, right. and I'm super, super thankful that I got you on the podcast today. So I first want to say thank you so much. You got, you're welcome. Let's, uh, let's fire it up so I can give you let's do it. As, mu- as many answers as possible before I have to go pick up my daughter. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So die with zero. What's the concept of die with zero? The concept of Die With Zero is to optimize your life, to get people off autopilot and to give them the tools and mental models so that they have the most fulfilling, adventurous life they can possibly have before they die, right? According to their own values. Not, hey, me telling people what to go do and what to enjoy, but basically how to think about given my wealth, my health, and my time. And how those variables change over over the course of my lifespan. How do I use those variables to maximize my net fulfillment while here on earth? Absolutely. Now, there's an interesting graph in the book. And it it talks about your net worth over time. And how, you know, we die with more money than we had at a certain age. And you talk about time bucketing your life and how to give away money while you're alive and all these things. And, you know, I'm someone that's 31 years old, right? So I'm investing in stocks, I'm investing in crypto, I'm investing in real estate. um, And I always want to chase returns. But how does someone like me that's young, that still has a lot of earning potential, balance out dying with zero and saving for the future? Yeah, that, that's the tricky question. You know, cer- certain people are, are in a state where they haven't saved enough or they haven't worked hard enough and they haven't basically acquired the capital for the things they want to experience in your life. But I think the first thing to do is like say, okay, I'm 31. From 31 to 35, what experiences th- that, that I want to have that cannot happen, let's say, at 50 or 55 or even 40, right? Mm-hmm. Um Let's say you're 31 and you have a, a, a toddler or a five-year-old. There's there's only certain activities they're going to want to do with you at that age. And then that period's over, right? They're not going to want to go have you read this book or watch this movie. They're in a different age bracket and it, it's going forward. Or it might be something like, I really like going to concerts or festivals or I want to hike the Himalayas, but I plan on getting married at 30, at 35 and having kids. And that will you know, eliminate my ability to do certain things. And so I think the first step before you get into complicated formulas and whatever is figuring out what you want uh, as best you can out of what you want out of life and then more specifically out of each time period in your life. When we start there, we can start architecting, okay, how much do I need? You know, how much is enough plus a little more, right? What does my spend pattern look like? And so... That type of thinking will get you closer to having a more optimal life, the optimal life for you. Amazing. 
optimizing your life. You know, you talk about memory dividends and enjoying experiences and how that memory is going to live on forever, right? If I don't go to Dubai or I don't go to Milan or I don't go to Australia, you know, I'm going to regret not going. And when I'm 60, 70, 80, I'm not going to want to travel. So I really got to make the most of it right here, right now. And, uh, you know, I just want to say I got so much value from your book and I'm trying to figure out where to start. And I think traveling is a good use of my time and money. Is there anything else besides traveling that you think someone at 31 years old should invest their money into? You know, I'm biased. I'm a huge fan of traveling. I think it's one of the few things that you spend money on that makes you richer. Um, uh, just your, 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 anything going out to meeting different cultures, challenging your worldview and expanding your worldview and learning. Um, it has kind of like a radioactive effect. It leads to future experiences, discoveries of things that you like that are going to enhance and enrich your life. Um, there are other things. There's charitable efforts. There's companies mm-hmm. to start. There's risks to take. Risk to but take. that's all dependent on the person, right? Like each person is different. They have a different risk profile. They have different goals. They have different tastes. Uh, and things. And so, you know, the, the way I look at it is like, you know, each one of those things that belong in this time bucket, this time period, however you, you break down your life, whether it's every five years, three years, 10 years, et cetera, you got to realize that when you invest in those experiences, whatever they may be, whether they're hedonistic or, or, or charitable, that experience is, is enjoyable. You're happy. It gives you a satisfaction. But every time you recall or revisit or describe that experience, you, 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 you relive it in your brain and you get the same type of satisfaction and fulfillment from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that's what I call the memory dividend. Uh, anybody who's hit a home run or had a first kiss or went to a party or a funny story is very familiar with the memory dividend, right? Like it, it provided the, the conversation piece for the dinner that you had with a new person and that started the bonding process, et cetera. And so um, often, you know, memories do fade, and, and, and maybe that, that, that's, that, that return may go lower and lower, but it goes on for your life, right? And mm-hmm. often the summation of those, like, let's call them fulfillment points of, of the dividend will add up to more than the fulfillment of the original experience, right? right? And so, you know, much like, uh, you know, investing gurus and stock gurus will say, well, invest early because the power of compound, the interest, et cetera, right? I, I say the same thing, invest in these experiences that belong in this time period, do not miss out on that dividend, mm-hmm. right? Do not miss out on that dividend. <laughs> do not miss out on that dividend. That is what is going, that is, you know, I have a belief that people retire on memories. They don't retire on money, right? Now that that's a little extreme, right? Like you need some money to survive, but like a lot of people are, are planning for retirement with the notion of the activity level of today. So it's not just survival they're planning for, they're autopilot putting in all these other activities that they won't be doing, right? Mm-hmm. They'll be the, 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 the go-go years when you retire, right? Like I'm, I'm free, I'm, I got, I don't, I'm an empty nester, I don't have kids, I can do the things that I've been, I've, I couldn't be doing that I had in this time bucket. And then there's the slow-go years, like kind of travel, but I really just want to stay home. And then there's a the no-go years. I'm not going anywhere. People are coming to my house for Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. or I'm not going, you know what I mean? I don't care. If you yeah. give me $10,000, I can't spend it, right? I'm going to sit home and watch Jeopardy, right? And I'm not saying it's everybody, but that's definitely in my genes. Mm-hmm. And so what, what happens is, is that people who save tend to oversave. Now, remember that's people who save tend to oversave. 
and their net worth keeps going up and up and up and, uh, and until they die. And, and the question is, is when's the party? Like, what were, you, what were you saving for, right? Like, saving is good, right? We're not just here to save to be our own insurance agents, right? There's insurance companies for that that do it more efficient for you, right? We're, we're delaying gratification for something, right? Mm-hmm. And the more you're off autopilot and you're identifying what those some things are in each time period in your life, the more optimal your life is going to be, the more fulfilling it's going to be, the more rich it's going to be. Yep. And we, we tend to delay it too much. We delay and we delay and we delay and, you know, we take it way too far. And speaking of parties, there is no party in the history of the world that was as lit as your 45th birthday in St. Bart's, right? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it, it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was one, it was at a time period where I was coming to realize like, okay, I have people, there's experiences I wanted to have. And not only from my standpoint of my age, but the people that I wanted to be around their age, you know, my mom, like what's her health going to be? She's going to be around, you know, you know, other, other people, older people have other obligations. And I was like, this is a moment that I can curate that, that is going to be um, scary financially. Right. Because I, you know, I, I have fear just like everybody else. Right. I have to like get off autopilot and go, wait, 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 when are you ever going to be able to do this again? Right. But I, I, you know, the memory dividends are strong. The experience was awesome. I never will regret ever having it. You couldn't pay me to erase my memories of, of that. And so I, I've been getting returns off of that experience mm-hmm. uh, to this date, right? right? And your dad was there. Like, the, the, the summation of those returns, like the, the, it equals like five or six trips that I don't have to spend money on. Right? Like it's like, it was great, you know? Crazy. And if you, and if you waited till you were 50, Everyone wouldn't have been there, right? It's, no, it's some things like it's now or never. It's now or never. And I, I really admire that. And that really inspired me. You know, as someone like who's been a saver my whole life, my parents never really gave me anything. So I had to work at 15 and, you know, I went to college day one in college. I found a job and I've been a really good saver, really, really good. But now I'm 31 and yeah, I got, I got some assets and stuff. And I'm like, it's time to spend it because listen, when I'm, 65 years old and I got hopefully seven figures in the stock market, I can live off dividends to pay for my food, to pay for my car insurance, right? I'm going to regret if I don't go on these trips. I'm going to regret not spending my money right here, right now. And that trip, dude, let me tell you something, Bill. There, there's a very, very short list of people who I've interviewed on my podcast that I'm extremely excited about. And you make that short list. This book has changed my life. It has changed my perspective on how I'm going to use my monetary energy, right? This potential that I have in my bank account, this potential of earning power in the future. I'm going to continue to make more money. And this concept has changed my life so much that I went out and I got this book as well. This is the book that inspired you to write Die yeah, Zero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is your money or your life, the updated edition right there. Yeah, and so it, that was the first book that, that kind of got the concept of the, the definition I use of money, which is something people exchange hours of their life for, mm-hmm. right? And so then it becomes your life energy. And the purpose, the question is, is like, all right, I'm exchanging hours of my life for what? Well, the money's just paper. I don't really care about the money. What I care about is the things it affords me to do, the experiences I, I afford. One is survival, right? I want to be able to eat food and clothe myself and myself, but all the other things, right? And so I think the reason why you're so excited is that the message got you off autopilot. Like you developed very good habits to invest, to save, et cetera. These are my own food. Yeah. These are tools in your toolkit you want to have. 
Uh-huh. But then you 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 connected with the other part of yourself, which might have been buried is, is like, why am I saving? What are the things I'm saving for? Right. And when you reconnected that and started thinking about it, your head started exploding and be like, these are the things I want to do. And I need to be doing them. I need to not have fear about this. I need to do I need to be fearful of this, fearful, not fearful of this. I need to plan for this, et cetera. And so all this activity came out and you're like, wow. I'm going to live the life I want to live given the resources I have. Right. You know, right. And that's what you're excited about. Right now. Uh Right now. Right right here, right now. Because I know what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay. The whole world could be underwater in 40 years. There could be a world war. I I, I could die in a car crash yesterday. I'm here, right here, right now. I'm going to give love. I'm going to enjoy my time on earth. Bill Perkins, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're a busy guy. I'm going to let you go. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Everyone. Whatever you go, I would say like the one thing about like the now and the planning is, is that if you're on model, right? Like if you're on a plane and it's gliding in for landing, you're not worried, right? It's going to land. It's going to hit the runway perfectly. Right. And you're constantly evaluating. Right. So you're not, you're not, you, you want to basically be model thinking about this mental structure every day to get the most out of it. Right. When you're 50, you'll have new information. You'll have new experiences. You'll discover things that you like. You may change your whole right. 50s plan around right. based on what happens between 30 and 50, right? Uh-huh. But you're not – and you know things may change. So you're constantly updating with this mental model of like I'm off autopilot. I'm not doing the things that other people want to do. I'm deeply thinking about what I want out of life at each time bucket. Very, very important. Amazing. Very, very important. <laughs> super, super, super important. And, you know, just to kind of turn it back on myself again, I love playing tennis. I love working out. I love riding my bike. I like playing with my dog. All those things are free. I like going to the beach and reading my book. All those things are free, right? So I'm just thankful that the stuff I enjoy doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, and, you know what I mean? But, dude, Bill, I, I, I again want to thank you so much because it's people like you that inspire people like me that are going to inspire other people. And, um, you know, reading Die With Zero was one of the best books I read this year. I've already listened to it twice on Audible. Um, and you know what I love so much about it? It's very simple, very easy to understand. Yeah. And this is a yeah. very simple concept. You know, and obviously you get a ton of pushback, a ton of objections. What about the kids? Well, yeah. what about giving to charity, right? Listen, you want to help your kids, help them out, help them, help them out right now. Right. Help them pay for their college. Help them get a house. Help them do these things. Don't die and then give them four million dollars when they're 60 and don't need it anymore. Yeah, I I, I think that's one of the better compliments I've ever got. Like I I take it as a compliment is it's very simple, which means that, you know, the information's out there. Right. Like I've thought of this and I've come to these conclusions. uh, But independent before me, even there's this thing called the full life cycle hypothesis. Right. By it's not that the knowledge isn't out there. It's like, how do I present it to you in a way that you viscerally connect with so that you implement that and make your life better? And so that, that to me is like the greatest compliment, right? Like it was simple. I understand it. I got it. And now I'm, I'm on my own plan, right? Like, I'm, you know, and so that's what excites me and jazzes me up, right? Uh, is that you're saving your own life. Right. You're not wasting your life. You're not going to be 40 and like I wasted my life. And and I, I, I know people think like, oh, you're a little nuts saying that you're saving. I wrote this book to save lives. And I, I'm like, well, you know, my example is this, is that when somebody's drowning and you go save their life, right, like, quote unquote, save their life, they're still going to die. They're just not going to die that day. 
What you're doing, wow. what you're wow. doing is basically giving them some more hours of life to do the things that they want to do, right? So if you go live a life not doing the things you want to do on autopilot as a rat in a cage and a hamster in a wheel, pretty much, you know, wasted your life just as if the person is if you died at that point, right? And so, you know, when you're giving somebody hours of their life back, which I think optimizing your life gives you hours of your life back, years of your life back, experiences of your life back, right? Like when you save that drowning person, you now give them experiences they get to have. Well, I write a book about you optimizing your life so that you have the maximum experiences that you want to have. Mm-hmm. I, I equate those things, you know? And so that excites me that you got the message. It's simple to you. Got it. And you're going to go run and build on it. Going to go run and build on it. You guys, anyone that's listening, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and check out the book, Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much watching up to this point. I'm going to drop Bill Perkins' website link below. Bill, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll connect again soon. Connect again soon. Thanks.